We got it going up. Yeah, all right. Um, new episode, JTO, back at you in your face. Yeah. Under quarantine, another week. Uh, Face masks on forever. Yeah, now they're like, did you hear at one point where they were like, uh, yo, the face masks are, it's worse to wear the face masks because like holes in the germs or whatever. Did you hear that? Yeah. 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 And then like that changed like two days ago where they're just like, no, you should wear the face mask. (laughs) I saw like this post on Reddit showing like, uh, when you talk, you talking uh, just regular with and then with a mask on, like and showing like shits like flying from your face, and it flies out like uh, two feet out, from just spurting stuff. And then with the mask, is not. So I was like, all right, that convinced me. Because <laughs> that was disgusting to watch. Yeah, I'm, I feel like we're especially in the states right now. We've been getting into this weird vibe of. We we're gonna do whatever makes people feel like nothing's happening. Like oh you want y'all want to just wear masks because masks yeah that's great. Trump said forget it you want to wear scarves if it's thick. Yeah actually I watched oh and we gotta we're gonna do the intro for sure. But this time (laughs) but like I did see I just saw this this morning it was the um, attorney general. Uh, he did a fucking video showing how to make a mask, a makeshift mask, out of like mini towels, shirts, stuff like around your home. He's like literally at a table, folding it, put two rubber bands on and put it on your face. Uh, I was like, this is weird, man. Like, yeah. But we're going to keep it a little lighter this week. Yeah, yeah. Tiger King. Yeah, t- well, first off, uh, welcome back to JTO. Did we say all that? Uh, we um, did. We kind of started. Oh, uh, yeah, we kind of started. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm Jerry. I'm Marcus. And uh, I. We so. haven't been introing consistently. No, not like at all. <laughs> <laughs> like four weeks. <laughs> we start talking and then the talk gets crazy. And it's just like, okay, I don't even know how much you know who I am. <laughs> you had a sharp right. Don't find me. Don't at me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> It's not gonna go well. <laughs> I'm not scared to have the conversation. Oh, uh, I'm making the video for you, but I hope you never know who I am. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hashtag mystery. For sure. But um, the Tiger King. Uh, yeah. We both recently saw it, and yeah, that shit was nuts. How did you feel? Your favorite character was Joe Exotic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who? Rockstar. Who rubbed you the the wrong way the most? Come on. Because they all were like pieces of shit. It, and it was like developed on from the beginning when they're like you monkey people that love monkeys, they're kind of weird. But people that love the tigers are the backstabbing pieces of shit, and that really plays itself out. Who did Who did you feel like was the worst guy? The worst was definitely. Do you remember all the names? Yeah. Okay, because I do not. Um, but uh, old girl down in Florida, Tiger Sanctuary. Carol Bass. Carol Bass. She was awful. Just as a person. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, even if... Because the, the problem is um, everybody... 
in the everybody all the sides love tigers you know at some point at least um by the end things change at least for joe exotic right he still loves tigers for sure but he just evolved um down this whole path <laughs> like he's so really drove crazy not the fame just like people were coming at him um you know, like, well, Carol, basically. And that was having real life effects on his pockets. Like, um, like early on, she took, like, the road gigs away from him. Those were, like, you saying ten, fifty thousand a pop. Like, and they were showing all the points on the map. I was like, okay, it's, she took some stacks. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot. That's a lot of um, payment for the workers. It's a lot of tiger food. You know, it's a lot of upkeep on the property. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? So she's taking comfort out of there. And, like, for them to live on the tiger sanctuary. So it's just like, you're doing the same thing, no? Like, I didn't see how that was ever made different. I, Hers was honestly worse, in my opinion. No, it was way worse. It was, like, the worst quality of them. But, like, her whole thing was protesting that people shouldn't be able to have tigers. As she wakes up to tigers... It, like, in the worst, like, with people, it, it was the weirdest thing. I'm like, how is no one, how is he the only one going after her? Like, <laughs> because, like, collectively, they should have shit on her. Like, it should have been, like, a, a game. It should have, it really should have been. Like, um, and I know um, the dude in Myrtle Beach, um, who was kind of, like, he seemed like more or less, like, godfather of, like, how a lot of the other people got into it, like. Joe got into it through Bob, him. Bob Antler. Bob? Bagavon Antler. Bagavon. Yeah. That's a real it was name. Bagavon. Bagavon. Yeah, See, to if your name's Bagavon, you gotta have a tiger. <laughs> I, he, he just lived out his destiny. You gotta you gotta respect someone living out his truth. <laughs> <laughs> got to. Bagavon. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have a tiger. Yeah, <laughs> you got a hard name. Yeah, that's hard. I, I didn't even really set in that was his name the entire time. I would put like a lot more respect on him every time he came on the screen. Dude, they were twisted though. Yeah, but he never really got involved. I feel like in the whole. Well, they put shit on him, but like he didn't get in the mix. Yeah, but I feel like he couldn't get in the mix because oh, no. like, he get he get brought up on more than just the animals. Like, hey, you, you taking women, young women? No, see, actually, I watched. Uh, he did an interview with Andrew Schultz, actually, like, okay. just, like, this week or last week. And he explained that. He was like, yo, these aren't just the women. Because they never said who they were in the documentary. They just kind of inferred that. He was like, these are just, like, my nieces and shit. Like, this is, like, it's just his family working there. So it was, they made it nefarious where it wasn't really a thing. Um, they were saying, like, there was a lot of uh, liberties taken with some of the storytelling. Um, but there are some facts presented, but then some stuff is just like inferred, which wasn't necessarily true, just adding to the drama. Uh, it, it, it seemed like there was some love and hip hop luxuries taken, as far as that, you know. What I'm okay. Um, it, it definitely was in terms of the way they told the story. Yeah, because there was never, there was always like a bias, even against really everyone involved. Like even the the lens of the um, documentary was kind of through owning these tigers are bad. Um, and even the person that's saying the same thing is batshit crazy and she owns a tiger. So it's, it's like, um, 
it's kind of like a, you can't have but get corrupted by it almost. Like that's kind of what the lens of the story was through. And then the people were crazy enough to, to fill out the rest. Um, but I, this made me wonder, because this was all pretty recent, right? Yeah. Who was watching this happen as it was happening? Because it made me think it's Akashi. And I'm like, I think Takashi robbed us of watching the Tiger King unfold in real time. Like, and hip hop's garbage for that. Because <laughs> like, this kid, like, this was way better. <laughs> like, I feel like uh, it was also him living in, like, Oklahoma, or that was messing a lot of that up. Because, like, all those middle of the, the country states, like, we kind of just. That's internet, though. It is the internet. And you wouldn't was, have known that watching was, it. And he was doing that whole internet show. And he was doing different posts. But I guess he just never blew up the way that... But I wonder, like, how many views he was getting. Because, like, he... Like, people knew who these people were if you were looking for tigers. Right? So, like, you know, I feel like the short list of names that would come up if you're like, I need a tiger for whatever purpose... And you know, like Shaq bought a tiger from Joe Exotic or two. And I, I I'd heard of Joe Joe Exotic before. I just never knew who he was. Like, I could recognize him. Yeah, and even uh, the doc, he was on like late shows and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And he was on like a uh, Letterman I think he showed up. Yeah. So they're out here, and if a guy and she had an internet show, and I don't know if. At one point, I felt like I either saw a YouTube, like, one of the plaques. Maybe not. But I felt like I saw that. Or something, like, made me think that she was getting numbers to the point where at least someone knew this was happening. I had never heard she, anything about this before was, in the documentary. She was doing crazy numbers, but she was doing those crazy numbers because she started so early. She was one of those early YouTuber doctors. I mean, that's fair. But, like, I don't know. I just want to know who's watching yeah, it's that's really interesting, and I mean, because both of them seem like they're early on it. Um, yeah, they were both pretty early. I don't know how long it took Joe Exotic to actually like get his role in as much because if you catch it the, the app at the beginning, it's yeah. I was, I was just wondering if it was like a Alex Jones situation, as in. Uh, this whole thing is happening, but if you're not in it, like, you could have no idea. But then as soon as you see it, you're just like, oh, shit, there's a whole lot of people over here watching this, like, you know what I'm saying? And he's a whole, it's a big thing already. But, like, what if it was like that? Or, I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm just, I feel like it was like that, because, like, I, or who, how many people, like, if they're to make this, if this documentary was about, like, Takashi, like, when Takashi documentary comes out, if and when, we're going to be like, oh, shit, I want to see this, and I want to see all this shit recounted, and you're going to find some new stuff that you didn't know happened, but you be like, oh, I remember this, or I remember when. Who was watching Tyra King? Like, oh, shit, I remember when. Oh, that video was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, because whoever was watching that was, like, losing their People shit. in Texas. People in Texas. Yeah, because if you remember Joe Exotic, at one point Joe Exotic's explaining that 
in Oklahoma where they're doing their where they're doing a lot of their services, their main audience, their main audience, the main people coming to them and enjoying the stuff mm-hmm. are from Texas. Yeah. And I'd assume with that, since they were seeing them up close, they would then watch his shows, listen to his music on the road and see the downfall. And maybe and maybe the fact that she cut his road should cut out a lot of his nationwide reach. For sure. Uh, is that map that they're kind of pointing? I think it reached pretty far reaching, but like it was a lot up the Midwest, like right at that um, tornado alley lane. And like, you know, and you're right. Yeah, if you're on the road, it's the same as like an artist, like a music artist. If you do concerts, do the concerts and those and shit, like, you just gotta touch those people. He didn't get that opportunity, or it got taken away. Yeah, and he would, and you gotta appreciate how hard he was going. No, he that's what I was saying. Stuff. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like he was going so hard, I was, I felt like it should have came across the radar, like there, there should have been like a, a beep on the, you know, a blip. Or maybe country music listeners too, because mm. he was dropping a lot of tracks. <laughs> music. <laughs> <laughs> The music was so crazy. I was <laughs> I was so uh I was so curious. I kinda wanna go listen to like an album. Cause I wanna know if he ever gets out of the tiger bag. Cause I'm like, he's tiger centric and I get it. You're gonna be that. You have all the tigers. You have you two hundred tigers. I'm gonna sing about tigers too. I get that. But if he ever stepped out of that bag, what does that even sound like? I wanna hear it. Huh? Carol Baskins. <laughs> Well, alright, that's yeah. He hated that woman. I want her so much good reason. Yeah, that was a whole nother he had two genres of music. <laughs> Tigers and Carol. That's gross. <laughs> but like, I want I wanna hear a Joe Exotic love song. I wanna hear the Joe Exotic uh dance song. I, I think he I think one of those songs on uh Tiger King was uh dedicated to his, I think that was one that was dedicated to his love for Travis, the husband that had died and got the monument. And yeah. I think there was also another one for, uh, I think his name was John, the one that was never gay and got the girl pregnant. Yeah, that, and somehow that one just slipped back in there because Tigers, Carol, and gay love songs. Because <laughs> 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 they're just. This is this is a one of a kind guy. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what I felt. I understood like he did some he did bad. There's a lot of wrong that happened and but I would plead someone should have pleaded insanity. <laughs> like because this man like literally evolved. Like at the beginning, this was a well meaning, put together person. Yeah. And he just kept being I mean, getting himself in these situations and then like his villain was winning the entire time, like, and she was pretty relentless. Um, like, it seemed like he was going maybe too hard, but like, she kept her uh, fucking foot on his neck the whole time. Yeah, um, she's been really affecting his his livelihood. <clears throat> and then like the the Waco shit happened, like, just kind of seemed like it fucked with him a little bit, and then uh, that. So that was just the killing of all the police officers. But then there's also the guy that uh, had tiger in his house, or tigers in his house, and they just let him go, and like committed suicide, and then let all his tigers free. 
um, and I think it's like Indiana or somewhere that might that might be wrong state. But um, so it was like that was happening as well. Just that had nothing to do with him, but just in the news, it was just like people are looking at Tiger Donors a little more, and he's he's already in his mind where he's like, I have guns too. Don't get it fucked up. <laughs> like, uh, he's coming from my Tigers. Um, he's willing to take that stand. So it was just. Yeah, I, I felt I felt bad for him. Uh, uh, yeah, I felt I felt bad for him. I felt I felt bad for him. And Carol needs to go to jail, or yeah, see, the husband thing like she probably killed. Um, but even beyond that, to like things you can actually prove. I don't think she did things illegal, but like it was fucked up. And so, or someone needs to check her stance. Yeah. I guess more, more if anything else, because she shouldn't be able to. She shouldn't be able to come from the or point of view that she comes from. It should be attacked like actually, not because that's the thing. Like Joe Exotic always got personal, uh, but like he had a point. Um, at least when it came to her and like living on the Tiger Sanctuary. And actively fighting against people not having being able to own tigers, but but kind of having a setup where she can own tigers, um, and then also having the worst conditions while attacking people for having bad conditions while they were better than hers. Like, yeah, it was yeah. a it was a lot. And she showed another lesson in how powerful that social media presence is. Social media is more powerful than. It's more powerful than the pen now. That's what I'm saying. I don't see how he couldn't have won that. Like, what I want to know what platforms he was on. Was he on the gram? Like, well, was he, he? He. I mean, well, that's too far forward. I, we don't know at that point. But I don't think it was that long ago. That's when, No, but the problem that I'm saying is that she started on YouTube. Like, and anyone that like gets YouTube early, that they'll, they'll that view number. But I, they didn't start. I feel like they started around the same time, though. That's my whole thing. No, like, she had her social media already. Was, she already had a humongous following. By the time before he started, that's he he started in he started at watching how how much power she got through it. He was like, I need to match that because hmm. that's kind of surprising because like his TV show came after him watching, huh? That's surprising. Well, he already wanted the TV show, but for one, I mean, he he had the online show. He had the yeah. online show on his website. Right. And uh, so he just never tied anything else into that. Yeah. Oh, so that's a yeah, it's a shame. And, and she was doing like even more than YouTube. I think she she was doing her own website like Joe Exotic had, and just she had that for a longer time. Yeah. And then she had like actual people on her side, like she had PETA, uh, and she was like actively lobbying with like uh, you know, politicians and shit. Yeah. Um, but he kind of was too. <laughs> Just going up and letting them pet tigers. Yeah. And take pictures with them. He was smart in that. The problem was that she was proactive and he was kind of always reacting to what she was doing. Well, in that one, she said he actually got ahead of her. Because, um, because she was like, uh, you know, we look stupid, or like they're like, yeah, we, 
to hear you, and they might agree with what I'm saying, but like just like the week or whatever before, they were up there petting baby tigers and taking pictures with them, and so it was like, well, I'm gonna look crazy <laughs> coming against this, <laughs> like someone's gonna pull the pit, like so they can't. So he was able to get in a couple of those places before then, but that was after she had already, you know, taken pieces off his board. So yeah, and as a whole, it was definitely reactionary, but like he was able to get a couple minor victories. For sure, and I, I just would wish that he would have, he would have been able to get more reach because he had great points. So I'm saying he could have, he could have killed the whole Takashi. Could not, might not have had a lane if he would have done this right. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, this was one of the greatest stories we never got to watch. Like, yeah, he, and he was asking everyone to watch. <laughs> like, all he wanted to do was be watched. Yeah, and I don't know how how it worked with the release of that. Uh, he needed the show they were filming. He he needed the wrong community. He needed to put out a trap animal. That's what he needed. He needed the 808s. He needed Lil Nas X to pet a tiger. Maybe it all came too late. Yeah. Um, but even when Miley Cyrus got with uh, Michael made it, he should have changed the tide. Because if he went and wrote with hip-hop, he might have still gone to jail. No, he probably wouldn't have gone to jail. <laughs> he probably would have been able to find a better hitman. <laughs> like, but, no, regardless. <laughs> uh, I think he would have felt better. Because he should have... There's no reason he should have had French Montana with his pet monkey uh, riding or next to his tigers. You know, there should be a, that should be a picture. Like he should have been ingratiated with uh with hip hop because he has tigers. Yeah. He doesn't want a tiger on the album cover. And that kind of, I feel like that uh like redneck. He had an attachment to that redneck. That's what I'm saying. He that, they they that didn't, kind of they didn't give him enough love. That's not you know what I'm saying. That, I mean, he could have got love. I think we would have gained love, and we would have made his music better. Um. Like de facto, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like that, that would have happened just by osmosis. But like among above that though, he would have had um, some more pool. I think when when these things kind of came about. Now and with better relationships, maybe wouldn't have evolved the way he did as well. <clears throat> because he would have been getting like actual fame and shit. Like he would have been getting the recognition. Um, so even though she's still attacking, you know, he would, he would have more leverage. He would just have more leverage. Yeah. And, and I feel like he was doing music for the reach. Oh, but, yeah. But it was just the wrong genre. Well, yeah, and they're all about tigers as well now. <laughs> even if I'm like in the country, I don't know if I want to hear the. Tiger EP, like, you know <laughs> it's a weird. It's very specific. I don't know who he's really making music. Dude, he's so hip hop, dude. <laughs> like, no, his personality is hip hop. He's making music for the boys, dude. Like, <laughs> this is for the squad, son. If my set likes it, it jumps. <laughs> like, that's Joe Exotic. Dude, he was Yo. making music for the set. He's like, this is for us. <laughs> it really was a trap house. <laughs> it really was a trap house. It really was, man. <laughs> and, and it was all goons. Dude, we missed one. We missed one. 
Meth-headed goons. We just needed a... Damn, it was like Oklahoma. Yeah, it was... That fuck, it, it was in Texas. It was better. You needed to be in Houston. Or at least Austin would have been crazy, actually. If he, if he would have been just... I don't more, know how Austin works. If he would have just been more city. Like, that... I feel like that takes... That took she so that space, crazy. though. And I feel like... There's a huge struggle, I think, that comes with that. But, yeah, I agree. There is, but, like... If you can, if you can do in it. In his own case, that that would have pushed him so much further immediately just because of the fact that, like, you could have it in Oklahoma. Your location doesn't matter, but if you're getting at the city, you're making sure that these people know you there and making that an important thing, you're able to, you're able to hit bigger numbers. Like, you know, He's not in a populated place. It's interesting, though, because uh, I agree. That's a good head start, I feel like. But with the complications and the extra expense that comes with it, I see how you might not be able to do it. But I would take um, the guy from um, Myrtle Beach's approach. Uh, uh, well, at least what he wants to do in Vision. Mm-hmm. Is make it a destination, um, and if you're able, if you, cause like think about two hundred tigers, cause it even like made me kind of not mad, but like, I was like, oh, they're not thinking, or maybe this isn't. I don't know how you do this for fucking tigers in America, but like when they at the very end were uh, the new scumbag owner uh, wanted to make the new zoo like near the border or whatever, and they got all the space, and I was like, well. The best experience you do is a safari, right? People literally go across the ocean and, like, Disney created a whole other park just dedicated to safari. If you have 200 tigers and you can just have them out in a kind of roaming space where it's safe for everyone to put up some fucking gates, like Jurassic Park, you know what I'm saying? Um... But then have, like, a lane where people can drive through in, like, your Jeep and see shit. Like, I feel like that's something people can come in for. Especially, and he was already doing, like, close interactions. Like, you're with the tiger. You have a tiger in your, in your fucking hand and shit. Like, yeah. so you already had that. So if you had a mix of that with, like, a safari, people might fly to you. And then you're in the middle of the country, so you're, you know, in between the coasts. Like, so you're kind of... You know, you can appeal to everyone. Uh, South, New York, Bay, like, L.A. And then you could actually keep the tigers. Because that was something that also became a problem for a lot of them. They couldn't keep the tiger past, I think they said 17 or 12 weeks. But once they got to that age, it was basically like, I'm a wrong tiger. You're not going to say anything. Well, yeah, and that's just like for personal people, though, right? I mean, but yeah. if you're like a yeah, zoo or a... Exactly. If they yeah. would have had that safari type, they could have yeah. that type of grow. Exactly. So, I mean, like you... And I don't know, you have to uh, watch breeding and shit like that because you don't want to overpopulate for your space. got to keep that right. What exactly is euthanasia? That's just... Euthanasia is, yeah, killing uh, a thing. Okay. Or, well, it's... Euthanasia is different than murder in the fact that uh, you're putting it down because it's like sick or something. So that's why I feel like uh, 
if you're old, like at 90 years old and your body's hurting, you're just like, oh, I'm still waking up every day. I'm not excited about it. I just wish that I, like, uh, a doctor, it's illegal, but, like, um, that's where that would come from. Like, or, like, if your dog is sick and they're down to euthanasia. Because they were, they were doing that with the Tigers, too. Yeah, and, like, I can I get that in, like, maybe, like, super sickness in cases. I don't know. That's not outside the realm of things that people with animals do under, you don't do it for no reason. But, like, if like if a horse breaks a leg kind of shit, like, they kill it because it, it's not going to heal. Um, and, yeah, I mean... Yeah, there's a, I guess a time and a place. It should just be like super, super last resort. But it comes from just not letting the animal suffer. And it's not gonna get better. Um, it should be dying. Um, but you know, I I don't I don't really I'm either way on it. <laughs> really, I guess I'm not, you know I get I get it. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm I I think that they could have just done things better but they were working with what they had and I mean oh yeah Jerry yeah Joe Exotic like he really he really teaches you a lot about just putting in that work mixed with meth meth and then I feel like his life was a big example of uh you shouldn't you shouldn't buy your company you shouldn't buy your company. Yeah, because like his husbands, both of them were bought. You shouldn't buy your company. Yeah. Like the people around you. Yeah. I thought okay. It was a big lesson in that because like the oh yeah okay. the first husband he uh both husbands I don't know what we're talking about they were never gay <laughs> clearly never gay they both said it on the thing yeah so that was a problem he was just in the wrong place. Again, he just he needed just gay people like gay people would fuck with him. Yeah. He just needed gay people. There's no gay people where they were, and yeah. the gay people aren't happy about you know they they leave. <laughs> they're in Oklahoma. <laughs> like, or they're just staying in that closet. And they're just like, well, I'm just never opening that door. But yeah, it's I don't you know. He he was a he was a brave. He needed a grinder. He was a brave motherfucker too. Like oh yeah. <laughs> Cause he was waving all, all fuck, he was waving all middle fingers in the face of everything. <laughs> he really embraced who he was. Uh, I, this so what I'm saying. I respect him. Um, I just wish he was guided better. Because uh, I don't. At no point. Well, let's say at no point did he come from a bad place, but he clearly did at some points. Uh, but that shouldn't got that serious, and he should have been able to fight that fight better and differently in a more healthy way to actually get this point across um but yeah I just, I just feel bad I just ended up feeling bad for him yeah I, he just yeah he got put up against so many walls yeah and I really wish he would have stayed with like his original his original manager he would have stayed with like cause he had that that first solid manager that had no legs oh yeah that yeah. dude was that dude was all there for him. Yeah. He was heartbroken. He was heartbroken, more heartbroken at the end than any of the other dudes. Yeah. 
No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, everything just evolved, like, all those relationships uh, with everyone there. Like, and there, all those people have been there from the beginning, but, yeah, he just got lost. Like, he got lost in the sauce of the war. Um, yeah. It's a damn good story, but I hope he gets out of jail early. The story, the story of a fiery mother and a whole lot of tigers. Yeah. <laughs> Man. But, uh, I guess, well, speaking of music, <laughs> speaking of, uh, New Drizzy, Drake, Tootsie Slide, it's for your quarantine times. It's not you. Not with the, you're not with the slide? No. No. All I heard, when I first heard it, I heard Soldier Boy's voice in the background. Drake! Uh, it's called. <laughs> Even though he is trying to make a, he's trying to outdo Yule or uh, Soldier Boy. Tell him, uh, crank yeah. that. <laughs> funny. But you can't, you can't out crank that, crank that. But do you think? Because this made me think. Because I was like, all right, Drake's now just trying to make all the Texas songs, right? For sure. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the Drake Christmas uh, song. Or a whole, if he does a whole album. <laughs> but he's definitely going to take a shot at Christmas. Because if you win that one, that that's the forever bag. That's the Mariah Carey every December. I make a million dollars. It's great. Um, so, and your song's number one every year. Like, that's a hard bag to win. It's hard. The greats have tried. Not many stick. There's a birthday song. He took the worst swing I've ever heard at music to the birthday song on a Scorpion. Or it sounded like he did. That, uh, Which one? Um, damn. What's that song? Birthday. It's called like Birthday Something. On Scorpion? It's bad. It's, yeah, I, it's it has bad. to be because I don't even remember. It. Like uh, Ratchet Happy Ratchet Birthday or something Ratchet like that? Happy Birthday. Yeah, that shit's awful. Like, just dog shit. That, that pissed me off. It made it was um was it worse two chains, than preach two chains one birthday oh yeah see they got in there uh, two chains and a uh, Kanye um, Kanye's on that song um, but yeah no he got in there I feel like that one rings off um, and before that you had a uh, Fifty Cent in the club and he only mentions them at the very beginning but it's enough and it works because. We don't give a fuck that it's your birthday. It's amazing. <laughs> That's that. Um, but before before that, in case I'm forgetting, it's Stevie Wonder, and then the OG song. Like it's that's four. Like you know what I'm saying. And birthdays come every day. If you win that, that's all the time. Every day you play in the club and it matters. You know what I'm saying. Someone's like ah, because they came out because it's their birthday. You know what I'm saying. Um, Back in the cultural thing, of course. <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm saying? So, like, I guess. So, I feel like now we're watching him swing at the different. Because Drake's already been, like, uh, going through metamorphosis. I'm uh, just kind of trying new stuff. And once I start working, I think he's just like, let's just try to make all the songs. So, I feel like he's trying to. It's like in, in collecting Infinity Stones. Um, yeah. He's, he's going for the gauntlet. And this is another swing at it. So this is his um, uh, electric slide, his uh, Cupid shuffle. 
is um, Step in the Name of Love. It was so trash. That's arguable. I like, like it. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I, get it, I get it for the TikTok. Like, because it, it, that's what it felt like to me. It, made, it felt like a TikTok song. Like, it was made for you to get on TikTok and do the dance. And mm-hmm. Then I see the guy on the news do it. I'm like, yeah, that's a TikTok dance. But, and you heard the electric, you heard Cuba Chapel? I've not heard no music for it. I've only heard it by name. You've never heard the Cuba Chapel? No. You heard the electric slide? No. I've only heard of these by name. You've never heard it. You've never been to a barbecue? Like, I don't understand. A skating ring? Uh, a, a black gathering? You <laughs> know, like outside? Yeah, yeah, but there was. No, these songs. Yeah, but these. How old? With no older people, there are no like adults. <laughs> like, I don't understand. If, if everybody was grown, then it wasn't. It was like just some R and B or jazz playing. It wasn't like it wasn't that. I don't know. Or, but I also like gotta admit, I wasn't around regular people, and I'm realizing that more and more. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, this is see, this is a cookout song to me. I mean, it was definitely going to work on TikTok, but it's a cookout song. This is a, you can play this for all ages. Um, I have to listen to the lyrics, I guess, again, make sure it's... I feel like Lil Duval hits this bag a little better. No, it's a winner, but it's not a dance. Like, it's, like, so, like, crank that, it's a dance song. There's a dance that's attached to it. Electric Slide, there's a dance attached to it. Cupid Shuffle, the whole song are dance instructions. Uh, it's a whole lane of music uh, to me. Like, there's a lot. I'm blanking on. There's more. Um, oh, like R. Kelly's "Step in the Name of Love," huh? Jerkin, Dougie. You heard that? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a whole. But that that was the kind of stuff that I was playing when I was coming up at these cookouts and shit. Yeah, but I'm saying, I guess it, um, it's always been a thing, and it's it's just always a thing. Like, um, there's. It's definitely a thing, but there's there's levels, and I guess my, I haven't been exposed to enough of them, so maybe this electric shuffle is worse. You've heard "Step in the Name of Love." I've heard "Step in the Name of Love." That's step, Kelly. step, side, yeah. side. It's a dance. I've never seen him dance though. But you understand that he's singing dance words, like you you can imagine what like you just have to follow what he's saying. It's literally just saying instructions to, and if you do said things, you will be dancing. Yeah. Do you think it's a lie, guys? Do you think that how would you compare Tusi Slide to Jerkin or Trent to Jerkin? Oh, Jerkin. Or uh, that. See, these come with time. These need time. They're because uh, Crank that's a classic song to me. Like. Legendary. I hold it against like Highway to Heaven and shit. But that's because I attach it to like it's played in like stadiums. Like in uh, from UGA, uh, we had a big blackout game. It was like first time we did it. Uh, my freshman or sophomore year, and the whole crowd were black. The team wore black. We were going against uh, LSU. That was just a big game for every reason. And um, or maybe Florida, whatever, one of these schools. And um, 
you know, so yeah, the whole atmosphere, everyone's going crazy, whatever. We're run up score, we're putting down a smackdown um, by the second half. Craig that comes on, right? The whole, uh, our whole team on the sideline is going crazy. They're all just dancing like everyone's fucking cranking that. So then everyone in the stadium is cranking the soldier boy. <laughs> like a hundred thousand people. Like, you that shit is electrifying. <laughs> like you I can't can you can't take that away from me. Yeah. Um, so it's like I don't so you can argue whatever you want, I have that. Um, like and for all of those songs that we saw the name of name, like it goes back to like a family reunion or like a, a family cookout. Like it's uh, memories get attached to it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, beyond like a viral thing. You know, I don't think you'd have that same attachment even if you did the dance. Maybe you would like the initial rush of oh shit, this many people watched it, but that's fleeting from like you know when a when a song comes on and. It, Start smelling food, you know what I'm saying, or yeah. seeing faces and yeah. smelling grass outside. I guess the reason I feel like the Tushi Slaughter doesn't compare to these other dances because I don't feel like it has the energy behind it. What energy? It's perfect energy for it. I don't, I don't feel like it is. You haven't heard any of these other dances, like it's concerning. Uh, what? Or, or against a lot of the more recent ones we've had, like. Well, I mean, but, like, there's, like, the kid ones, and there's, like, the... It's for adults. He's Drake's a uh, man. Like, how old is Drake? It was, that's... that's. A, I didn't feel like Drake as a wrong man belonged doing no dance like that. That's kind of where this goes. R. Kelly did it, so, like, what? R. Look, Kelly did the same dance? He did Step in the Name of Love as a grown man. Like, what? Oh, yeah. it, that's what I'm saying, like... Love is Step in the Name of Love. That it's the same thing. It's like it's the same. This one's more melodic, and one's. I mean, one is one is literally looked like a penguin dance routine. It looked like Happy Feet when I was watching Tusi Slide. That's because Drake dances crazy. Like people are gonna do it way better. Yeah, hopefully. And he didn't do it crazy. I it wouldn't do much of it. Like you hate. And these are, it's not it's not better than any of the other dances. I mean, look like a grown like a grown penguin or a grown dolphin with a ski mask on. Dude, if you pulled up like TikTok right now, you'd see the same dance being hit like crazy. Oh, it's, it's hard. It's doing it's doing all the numbers. So that's what I'm saying. Like, no, I'm just saying. I'm saying you would actually look tight. Like, oh, I, I, I guess I gotta look more. Like, I want. But it I want to see the Jabberwockies do it. It's gonna look tight. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna make it look tight, but they just so have people. They're gonna do it, especially it's that being done. I, I've seen a few on Instagram. I've seen, I've seen, um, man, the newscaster do it. They, see, you've seen corny people do, like that's what I'm saying. Like you can't, you're judging through where it lens. But like, if, if Drake's supposed to be. Who's who's gonna make the dance hard? Like I guess everybody, the kids didn't make the dance hard. And I mean, it's not. It's supposed to be hard. It's not a hard song. Nothing about this is supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be. It's it's for everybody. It's so like a. 
this is with your grandma because she can do the dance. Like you're not trying to like it's a re- it's a cookout song. It's for like you and your mom to like dance to because she's not like, trying to learn all the steps. She's not trying to like you know what I'm saying. Like it's just slide slide. It's really, it's really. I feel like in the lineage of what it's going for. I feel like you know it. I, I guess I can boil it down to one part. When your leg comes up like ninety degrees over here, uh, that that's the penguin move. That's where it stopped for me. The slide, and I was all about it. Though. See, this comes from the fun place to even begin with. Oh, for sure. When are you hitting the jig? At, I, I, oh, I was, bro, I was jerking, I was dugging, I was, I was cranking, I was enjoying <laughs> I didn't hear no electric slide, no, in the name of, no step in the name of love, I never saw that dance, but that was before what I was doing. I think out of uh, most of Drake's catalog, this one could potentially age the best. The best. Dear God. The best. I don't know. The song was all. Maybe. I don't know, man. This was that song. Black Leather Gloves No Sequence. Who can't even know what that means? <laughs> well, it's Black Leather Gloves. But, like, it's not really anything for me. But, like, it's tight. I don't know why it sounds so tight. Like, no, Drake is Drake is dope. It's like Michael Jack. Son. Sorry, man. <laughs> it's tight. That song was an hit for me. I was sold. I understand. Yeah. It, that was that song where I felt like I was, I felt like it was that no, it wasn't me. It was like a it's okay to say you don't like the song. <laughs> I mean, it is, but like, I think it's one it's not. You think it's sucking your head at all? No. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy for like yeah. Two days. yeah. It just it wasn't impactful to me. It it was a uh, and the dance wasn't dope. I really feel like a hater because I'm like digging in the bag with it, but it's just it didn't do it for me. And I mean, I'm, I all love the people that are enjoying it. It's, it's gonna be like five months later, and you're just gonna be like in the kitchen just sliding. No, no reason. I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> I can guarantee the opposite. Nah, this one's this is it. And I don't even have to try. That's the crazy. Like it's not gonna be like oh I'm never gonna listen to the song again. Like I can <laughs> I can hear the song on repeat then walk away. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna bail on it, but uh. But regardless of that, like, Drake's dropping a lot of music. Drake's speeding up, yeah, it's getting up. Like, what is, but I'm saying, who drops, this is a lot of singles. Um, This one, he dropped the two at one time, uh, the Jay-Z Eminem flips. Uh, There's another one, right? Uh. I feel like there's another drop and like War came out. Um, I don't know what came before War. I feel like something came after it and before it. Um, but it's been a lot. Yeah, no. It's been yeah. a lot of drops. 
Yeah, um, going for it. Who, but I'm saying, who does that before an album? Like, that's, that's like an album's worth of, that's like a half an album worth of singles um, put out beforehand. Like, who, I think he's starting to realize he's just a hit maker. He just realized he's a hit maker. I feel like he's finally giving in the bag of it. Cause but, I'm like, I don't even need to drop the album. I'll just drop. I keep dropping singles till the album's done. But I mean, like, to what? It's weird though. Uh, no one does that. Wow, that'd be crazy. That'd be a crazy album. Album full of singles. Mm. I would be wildly excited if it's not gonna happen. But whenever this album drops. If none of these songs are on the album, I'd like that. That'd be incredible. Um, especially the banks, because it'd just be like, what's happening? I think it would throw everyone off crazy. Um, you're not going to do it just because you get a head start with the numbers, put the single on there, because those count. But it would be the ultimate, it'd be some real Beatles shit. Because none of the none of their singles were on the actual albums, mm. um, and it'd be it'd be some bullshit. He's dropped so many. Um, he might even be going for that kind of an approach. Right? You can't tell the trick right now. Yeah, and they're not dropping like all these songs. I don't think are even available on iTunes. Uh, like Tizzy Slide is, but I don't think the, those two pack. Um, I don't think those songs are out. It's only in the video form. Is that right? I I might be mistaken, but I think I checked and they weren't there. Um, I feel like I'm missing a song too. There's something else I think. There's that when to say when. Uh, war. Tusi slide. Maybe not. Uh, um. Yeah. He's loading up for something. I'm here for it. Uh, the, the future track. That's what it was. Future. Yeah, that's what it was. It was future track. Um, yeah, that one, it grew on me, actually. The first time I heard it, I was like, eh. But, like, the fourth, I was like, all right, all right. Yeah, it works. That transition just felt so lazy to me. Transition from direct to the future? Yeah, just like, okay. Yeah. Can you come up with something here? Like, Single motor already happened. We've heard awesome transitions. Like, yeah, so like, you can't go from that to just future mumbling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, life's good. Where you Yeah, that's the future. That's a future classic move. It's not, though. Future doesn't do that in one song. I've never heard him do that. I've heard him do it on other people. I'd have to hear it. I've never, I've never heard a tune coming that way. Yeah, because like, I, I feel like I've even heard him start a song. Just, uh, he's not even like a. I mean, he did it on like Kendrick's, like where the beat kind of switched form, but he's not even like a beat switching feature. Like there's some some people that come on and like the beat switches form like almost every time. There's someone really. That does that all the time. I'm blanking on it completely. But like every time they come on a single, the beat changes, and it's just like Juicy J's like that. Juicy J. Um, a lot of times, 
you'll come on and the beat like will drop out or it'll like switch up a little bit. Some of this more, uh, but regardless, I think yeah. that's a really interesting thing mm-hmm. because different rappers have different things that they'll have the beat switch to for their verse. Like I, when I had realized that on Drake's verses, when they get to his part of the part of the beat, they cut off the high sounds and just keep that that cold kind of beat to it. Mm. When I started to notice that, I was kind of freaking out. But you know, the snows here. Yeah, like on no complaints, you got a you start off with offset beats jumping, and then Drake comes in and it all just yeah. Here we are in Woodson. You gotta hear this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, damn. Yeah, there's a couple of people. Even like uh, Rick Ross doesn't go so much for the beat switching, but uh, I just love how he always has his own tag with him. That's a. Uh, that's why one of the reasons I respected the baby when he came out, because I thought that was gonna be like a thing he did, but he didn't do it. That's a mistake. Um, like on his first, I don't know if his first mixtape, but the um. I don't know, it's like a blue background. They're all like different color backgrounds. But like the blue one, um, he had that drop in there. And it was like a, it was a rapper drop. Um, it's like, it's not the baby, it's my baby or whatever. It was like some lady saying it. Um, and it would come on like at the end. And I was just like, oh, that's smart. Because no one else does that except for Rick Ross. No other rapper has like their own drop. It's always you get the producer drops on it. Um, but like wherever Rick Ross is on like a song, you hear that Maybach music, and it always like funks differently. It either starts it off, or you even like come in at the end of like the other person's uh, uh, verse to like tease that he's even coming. Like it's always done tight. Um, and I thought the baby was gonna be the next up to lineage, but he didn't bring it back on his main album. So and I was like, that's it. And I and on the features he does. It doesn't happen, so um, Rick Ross stands alone. Yeah, but Rick Ross is also like a master of subtlety. Yeah, uh, he's 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 yeah, he's really good. He doesn't get enough credit uh, for everything he does. Um, he's one of the ones out here really rapping, like always. His uh, him is vicious, um, and he. Has, Beats are always lush. How do you like French Montana? Not good. Not li- I like him. I like him on features sometimes. Uh, that's really as much as that goes. Um, yeah. Is is it something about him sound generic to you? No, he's been there long enough where. I, he just is French, um, and people he kind of sounds like other people, and other people kind of start to sound like him. But I just wish he was better at the rapping, I guess. <laughs> like he's just—he's never stood. I've never been like, oh, that was hard. Like not, it's never happened. Like he's never hit me with a bar, um, and he gets all on tracks with like people that bar it down, so it's confusing. Um, and everyone like I, I just feel like French has to be an awesome person. Though. 
<laughs> For real. Like, he must be a blast <laughs> to chill with. Like, the most well-loved rapper. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not even saying that to be salty or what. It sounds, my, my tone doesn't match my words. Um, but I don't, he must really be awesome, though. Like, just, he has to be. Because uh, I don't understand why, how we've even gotten here. Beyond the fact that he was doing it. He's just, he's vibing. Yeah, he puts in the work. Yeah, he was doing mixtapes early. He was an early doctor. Um, he got in early. He got around rappers that blew up, and he kept and he kept putting in songs, and yeah. things pop. You know what I'm saying? And he has good songs uh, with good people, but like I'm not running to the next mac and cheese. I guess. I like. I've only listened to his jungle album. And mm-hmm. in that one, there were there were a few songs that I liked, but a lot of the time when I listen to them, I don't know if I won't even use the word generic, but it's something about them that's not popping or unique enough. Nothing sticks. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing there. There's no substance. Really. It's a lot of filler. It doesn't have the star factor. Yeah. Well, I think he has the star factor. He doesn't have the star ability. That's I feel like the star factor only thing keeps. That's why we know French Montana. Okay. He looks like so like you see him just like shh. He looks like he's really good at what he does. Then you hear this like okay well <laughs> okay I don't, I don't understand really it's kind of confusing um, and I, I don't know like he he has moments that's as much as I can give him because I don't want to trash the whole thing completely because like, I do like what I like from him it's not a lot and I'm not excited I'm never looking for the next release why are we talking about French Montana I don't really know how we got here you just brought up French Montana Cole there's no how we get here I, this one I remember because it came out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about Rick Ross that's why and, okay. and Rick Ross is featured a good number of times in French. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I like I like their joints together, but French never really does it for me. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like a I don't know, let's say Migos, NBA Youngboy. Like I still haven't really heard enough from him. I've heard enough from him. But I've heard I've heard enough to know that something about him something about him hits me just enough. He's crazy enough. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a fan. I might become one. But he has that he has he has the crazy. French, I don't know what he's green. Like see, I wish his NBA young boy, I gotta listen to him, I guess, at all. Uh, I've heard his name uh his name sucks, right? Uh, is that is that ring off okay to you? Like NBA Young What the fuck is that? Yeah, his name sucks. Like it's like that's a bad stuff. That at least with French Montana is hard. Like that sounds like someone's gonna come dressing all black, sunglasses and shit at like someone trench coat, like tough. That's a French Montana. You know what I'm yeah. saying? See, French Montana swags in all the right places, and he has to be a lovable, absolutely. Amazing human being. <laughs> like, he just has to be. Like, 
I feel like he's a pleasure <laughs> best viewer. Personality. Like uh, an immaculate host. Like you go you go to French Montana's house, I bet you're comfortable as fuck. And he's making sure you're comfortable. He has like Gucci slippers for guests. Like French Montana seems like just a, a, he would be an amazing person. Uh, like yeah. Every time he gets up, do you need something? You good? Because <laughs> like it's French. That's Drake. That's the scary thing. Huh? That's Drake. That's nah. the scary thing. Nah. See, I think Drake wants you to think that's who he would be. I don't think he is fucking like. I don't know. Like, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah, I think he's. I I say that because yeah. I I feel like a. Actually, it was Andrew Schultz. He was talking about how. Uh, and maybe I, he may be wrong too, but he was saying Drake's the type of dude he makes you feel great about yourself and things like that, even though he's in the stars. Oh yeah, that may, I get that. that makes yeah, sense. yeah. He, he still is making you feel like you're the shit. Well, yeah, I see what you're doing. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably. <laughs> People probably hate it too. <laughs> it probably comes off patronizing. Every time though, it sucks. <laughs> like maybe because he says that bar, uh, like half a bar, like uh, I bring in money, they change the topic. Uh, maybe it's just because he's so nice about it, they're just it's uncomfortable. He's just like, no, I want to talk about it though. He's like, no, it's cool. I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the it's like a, it's, um, <laughs> it reminds me of like a Reggie Miller versus like Cheryl Miller, his uh, sister. Like, you know Reggie Miller? Mm-hmm. Uh, basketball player. Uh, played for Indiana Pacers. Pleasure uh, in the game. Um, but Cheryl Miller was like the best in WNBA player of all time. And she's like a beast, and so she whoop his ass daily on the basketball court coming up, like all the time. She was like the, she beat everybody, like she everybody played in the neighborhood. She's whooping ass throughout, and so like one day uh, they both had basketball games, like in uh, uh, her the father, and he picks him up. He's like, oh man, I was like, how did you have a good game? He's like. Yeah, I had a great game. He's like, he's ready to stunt. He's like, yeah. How'd you? He's like, yeah, man, I put down 40. He's like, 40? Oh, man, that's amazing. She's like, oh, that's so great. Um, he's like, yeah, I killed him. He's like, I'm going to be the. She's like, oh, that's great. And he's like, all right, how'd your game go? And she's like, yeah. She put up 101 points. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> not real. <laughs> it's just like, and I feel like that's how he is talking to Drake about anything. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, man, it's awesome. Just sold out my first big state, like, big, big tour. You know what I'm saying? Got 1,500 people in attendance, sold out, doing things. You know, how was your tour? Yeah, well, uh, just doing stadiums, uh, 50,000 a night. 
Sometimes you have to do two shows and get everybody in one time. Uh, this is light work. <laughs> we'll do it again next year. Have to take the private jet, you know. Yeah, you know how you sound. <laughs> like, you know, like, so, like, yeah, talking to him would get kind of crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's that must be a struggle for most rappers and stuff dealing with, like, regular people because... You stop professionally, but you kind of have to take the stunt back a little. Well, yeah, you can't stop the grandma. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, I think I, I thought, I don't know who Meek Mill was talking to. It was like Meek Mill and someone else. They were talking about, like, the burdens of uh, being a rapper in, in that they're taking care of their whole family a lot of the time. Yeah, that's really, I mean, rappers is... They do everything visually, so it's just that. But like, that's really will be the case for anyone that just wins hard financially. Um, like, if down to the lottery, or if you were on Wall Street, you just ran it up. Like, in any scenario, your first reaction is kind of take care of <laughs> people. That'd be fucked up. Like, that's not even fun. That's like. I don't even say I even sleep because I feel like people will always be after you. Like you get like super rich and leave everybody. Like your, your mom doesn't get a call. Like you're a piece of shit, and then she come after you. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, for so, sure, but it's for peace of mind. But he was like the way they were talking about it, and maybe I'm remembering it wrong. They weren't working, and for moms, of course, but. Big brother? Yeah. You ain't working? I'm paying the bills? Yeah, I get I don't know, kind of as what he was doing before and uh, and at one point they were saying like I wanna help you but I don't wanna carry you. Yeah, I mean there's I get that. That's for sure. Uh but I'd also give my brother something, like he wouldn't be that wouldn't leave him fucked up. Um, but also, I think your first, um, mode would be to try to give him a job. Then I think of, like, the Kevin Hart thing where it's like, alright, I'd rather just give you the money, because the job's a different kind of relationship, because now you gotta be good at the job, and if you just can't get a job, it's not beneficial for me to just have you, you know, like, I'd rather just give you money <laughs> with no burden attached to it. Because if you're not getting a thing, now it burdens me. Like, now we've created a whole different problem. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it matters on the person. Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't, regardless, like, if I'm, like, you know, it goes, like, by how I feel about the world generally. But, like, in a family ecosystem, you can't be sitting on millions of dollars and you're brother, especially any attached family, at the very least, shouldn't be struggling for day-to-day, -day. like, you can't be a millionaire and your brother doesn't know how he's feeding himself, that's, yeah, that's like, unless he beat you up on a daily basis coming up and you're just like, fuck it, fuck him, like, he had to really do something bad, like, you know what I'm saying, like, there has to be a real, some real strange storyline. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, there has to be a real thing there. Um, where it's, it's me. And even if it was, it's probably not as serious unless it is. 
You know what I'm saying? That's a very case-by-case basis. But in general, a general rule of, of normality, no. <laughs> like, you're, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, just because yeah. you got to. For sure. And I mean, I'm, I'm all for taking care of the family. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for the making of your own empire. And that's the rapper's game. That's just the game. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that uh, do you think that rappers live lonely lives? They can. I think it's just individual because like some have whole families, but then you're on the road, so you're away from your family. Um, I thought it was interesting when um, it was Offset. I think Offset said that in one of his interviews, uh, like maybe Breakfast Club, um, he said that, uh, like, yeah, like, the road's lonely. And my first thought was, I'm like, you're in a group. <laughs> like, you are inherently surrounded by people <laughs> because that's the dynamic. But if that's the case and still feel that way, then that's a it's pretty extreme. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to be surrounded by people and be lonely, like, that's a... Even if we're still... Everyone's tight. Like, it's a... And I, I still... I get what he's saying. And it's a, So, yeah. I would say, um... Just because you have to stay on the road to an extent, it'd be lonely. You should be tight with whoever you're around, but... Um, that's different. Um, and I feel like different people do deal with it differently. Yeah. Um, some people bring their family on the road, but that's not practical for a child, you know what I mean? Like, it's young enough. Yeah. Um, like a, and even if you have, like, a significant other, if they do something, you can't just take months off from <laughs> like, to go do nothing, just be there, like, you know, so. I think about, like, a lot of the rappers that either died or, like, Crash terribly like six nine. Like six nine was all by himself. He 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 put himself in that situation though, obviously. Yeah, but I feel like he, he's different. Same thing with like XXX Temptation. Yeah, I think he was a little like singing about being lonely too. So I mean, yeah, it's on his face. Little skies. Like it, 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 maybe this is like this new depression rap that's starting to get. And it's bad, but no, but you're starting to see the shade of like the loneliness of this rap life. No, I don't even think it's rap though. Like it's just tour life. It's tour life, and then life in general can be lonely. But uh, beyond that, because like I thought, I think when you say that, I think about the fact that um, what's her name? Uh, Ellie Irish, Billy Irish. How yeah, she, yeah, yeah she swept the Grammys and shit. Mm-hmm. It's a lonely fucking album. The whole album's about being sad. Um, she won all the awards, and while you listen to it, you're not gonna feel the happy coming out of the album. Like it's she goes, she does with all that. You know what I'm saying? So it's not genre specific. Um, and it's you know the fact that it was so well received the way it was means it's kind of everybody to an extent. Um, so she's hitting some heartstrings. Yeah, that's that. But uh, take that even up a notch. 
you put a, put a person on tour, isolated from everyone, and not there's no stability. You're always on the move, and it's not necessarily fun. You're always working to an extent. There's no time off, uh, like in that mode. So yeah, I can see there's some isolation that come from, and you can't really complain to anyone for it because you get to do this. And it's a it's a lot of hard work, but it's it's a privilege to be able to do it. Even though you worked hard to position yourself to do it, um, and the fact that people receive it, you know, like you made something that people like, all that like got you there, but still all that is a privilege to even be in a position to do. Even if you got it out of the mud. You know what I'm saying? Like you were rapping in a rundown apartment, you know, in the fucking closet and made a trap anthem that many people are doing. So that yeah, you did all that. But just it's a privilege to even be in that situation. <laughs> to even be you know what I'm saying? Like it really it really is so like, or at least um, at least from the outside of because most people don't get to do what they love to do. Um, that's why people don't like when rappers say they don't like to rap because <laughs> like you get to fucking rap. Like you know how many people want to rap? <laughs> like and you you're here and you don't want to rap. It's the one. It's like when uh, people when and I get why because it's hard. Like I I just did an album trying to. Get people to listen to all this body of work that I've been working on for a year, and you want me to sit down and make another verse that I can say one time for you, and I can't say again? I get it. <laughs> like, but you get to do that shit. It's that or work at the fucking like post office. Like, what, like you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta hold the perspective of like, yeah, there's a lot demanded, but like, you're rewarded for it. Um, and you can lose that perspective day to day, I would think, in anything, doing anything. You know, like, yeah. that's rap, that's not rapper specific, it's anyone that gets to do something that's not digging ditches, or even something like doing, you know what I'm saying, like, someone that's found a lane doing Legos, or, you know, day to day, getting a steady paycheck to provide a comfortable life for them and their family, that, that's everything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, pilots, doctors, even though it can get horrific. You knew it would, but you get to do this because you love this to whatever extent got you into it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just some people spend their majority of their time, their adult livelihoods, doing stuff they hate doing for people they don't like to just get by. That's, and you have to even be. In a real global perspective, you're lucky to do that. Because <laughs> people are fucked up out here. People, like, you know what I'm saying? You could just be sick and not even be able to... Yeah. You know, it can get, it can get crazy. So that's what I'm saying. Like, any level of ability is a privilege. Uh, perspective reminder is an interesting thing. It's everything. It is. It really is everything. It's constant check. But it's the constant check that, like, that one miss can mess it all up. Yeah. Because it, it feels like it feels like that check, especially the higher level you, you get, 
needs to be like always. And it's, it has to be more constant. Like, where you have to do it more often, I guess. Yeah. Um, because, like, yeah. Like, Michael Jackson, I feel like he needed consistent always. Like, yo, you're still a, a privileged guy out here. Like, yeah, we're the star of stars, but. That's so hard. And who does it for you? Because if you're not doing it yourself, or if you miss it, even if, like, you had the intention of. Keeping yourself in check. You're right. You, you can only miss it once, and that can shatter and it can, you know, perpetuate forward. Um, that's why you need that grounded person, whether it be like family. It's, you know, you can argue that's when like Kanye spiraled, uh, when he lost his mom. He lost kind of a, an anchor. She was one who's like, "Why are you wilding out here on TV?" Like, you know, she. Do that kind of check. That check goes. No one else. Everyone else is here to say, "Yeah, be you," because you provide for them out of being you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, if he needs to be crazy, he needs to be crazy, and we'll support that crazy because that crazy pays the bills. Pays the bills and creates like some beautiful shit. Um, more importantly, pays the bills. Yes, for sure. So. But if the crazy is killing you, you let the crazy continue. Like who who's there checking that? And that's not even all Kanye specific. It's really to any creative that provides off of their creativity. You know what I mean? And the the ills and the vices that come along with making that creativity be what it is, um, if they exist or whatever. You know, whatever personality comes with that, all that, yeah, good or bad. Yeah, and I mean, it's a scary thing because even like for regular people, we we also need it constantly, but we need it. We need a different one. Like, it's all. I think it's all the same. It's just scales, but yeah, we do. Because the same thing. Um, the that same feeling or that same uh, lack of perspective is the same perspective that has a uh, sidewalks full of people stepping over the homeless person. It's like, no one, <laughs> no one wants to check on this. Like no one wants to, no one cares that this is even a thing. Like you, you lose perspective on the fact that, or you look at it and you're just like, I'll get a job. And it's like, hey, you don't think that's crossed his mind? Maybe. Uh, so I feel the same, and sometimes I just have straight up questions. <laughs> like, I, what are you doing? Like, why aren't you doing it again? You know, so sometimes something like disabled body, I'm just like, it's the sun's up, uh, you know, shit's going, you can get get it popping. But if there's a deeper, darker thing there, then uh, you know, that's not always the case. Some people like, like take everything into account. Sometimes you're right. Yeah, they're a piece of shit, and they're just not trying out here, but sometimes, like, no, nah, they try it, and shit, they keep rolling the dice, and they just keep being snake eyes, and some people really roll that way, some people just aren't able, like, health is real, um, you know what I mean? And the importance of thick skin is everything. Yeah, and, um, I would think, you know... I was about to say, I would think this generation coming up would have a thicker skin than uh, even us before. Um, 
just because you have to deal with social media stuff, but I don't really know if that equates to that. So. I think that the weird thing about like our generation is that we have all the tools, but we don't use them. Like it, it, the problem always was a lack of tools. I don't have what I need to make the thing happen, and this is the problem. But like we've gotten to the point where that, they cut that off. Like you have the resources, what do you want to do? Yeah, that could be true of any time, though, right? It could never be more true as now, though. Oh yeah. Like it, yeah, even like. 300 years ago, I remember reading about Alexander Hamilton, self-educated, just went to the library and tore it up. And I mean, that wasn't a popular thing at the time, but sure. he made it work. It, that was unique for what he for even then, but the level of it was higher. Like it was, or the level of effort needed was a lot higher. You need to go to the library. Mm-hmm. You need to find these books. And then you need to read through them, return them, probably get more to finish all of that. And then write notes, all of that. All that's cut off with the computer. I got some stuff, Some there's days I'm on YouTube. <coughs> and I mean, like I was talking about yesterday, I got my PlayStation 3 controller charger. Mm-hmm. So I could watch videos and like take notes and stuff as I'm watching it, mm-hmm. and that that's already like cutting that off. But and I mean it kind of motivates me to work harder. But I think like well, motherfuckers in the past have done. Like, they would have grinded that shit out. They grinded it out under way harder circumstances. <laughs> and here we go. I don't have X Y Z. Random little thing. Well, that's mixed with a lot of things. Because first you have to want the want to want to learn, right? Or the want to seek knowledge. Yeah. Uh, so that happened. You have to have that first, because you can you can put like an encyclopedia in someone's hand and they're gonna read it, um, kind of shit. So we all have encyclopedia in our hands. So that's that. Um, and then the other part. Uh, we've talked about before, so we don't have to deep dive uh, for sure. But like, the, um, just people putting up excuses just to not start things. Yeah. So that part, I kind of, I don't write that off, but that's like a, a kind of inherent thing of people being scared. Really, just that's fear um, at its base. Do you think that people are becoming more fearful of less? Or I guess subjectively less fear-inducing things over time. Say that again. Do you think that like each generation are getting scared of less important things? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the movie was like idio idiocracy. Yeah, I don't think that's that. Um, that was just like the whole everyone just got dumber. Um, in the idiocracy. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's that. I don't think those two things they they aren't the same. Um, but I do think um, what we're scared of changes because there's no need to be scared of the things that you had to be scared of before, like winter. You know, what I'm saying if you're as long as you're not on the streets, 
you know, when the first snow doesn't send shivers on your spine because that heat uh, and home heat and shit. Uh, um, plague and Ebola. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not worried. Even though that's a weird one to bring up <laughs> in time of quarantine, but like, you know what I'm saying, in general, and new stuff comes along. So like, we fix old things where some old things aren't scary, but then new shit comes along where it's like, oh, we haven't dealt with this before, so let's figure that out. And then um, the stuff in between, I think just replaces something else. Um, yeah. I, th- I think it all... At all. But in general, I think people are becoming um, less fearful in general just because of like stuff like this. People okay. are opening up. People are more willing to speak their mind or their opinion on things. Um, people are, you know, let their personality shine kind of more just because you're sharing it with people now. And so I think that's kind of breaking that part down. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think it's fear is just replaced by other stuff. Um, in general, I don't think it's more or less. I think it's even just takes different faces. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I don't know. that's not based on anything. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good question. No, I, I'm, I'm with it. I, I, uh. I guess I also wonder, like, for the average person, because, like, we have a lot of people, like, we have the most wealth, any one person has more wealth and better quality of living than even the best of people had before. Okay. But, um, does that make the average person more useless, like, less skilled? Just no. because of it? No. You're skilled in other things. Yeah. Like, you're not skilled in farming because you don't need that many farmers, but uh, you're able to type. I don't know. You know what? People typing before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we just learn other things. It's less physical uh, labor. Now it's more intellectual uh, activities. Um, obviously, more technology-based. Um, that's manual. So yeah, everything just transitions into something else. Um, but yeah, we've gotten away from the physical stuff in general for most people. I think the most physical intensive thing that most people have to do is drive, right? Um, and it's not really like intense, but you got to be aware and alert. And, you know, it's, it's con- you're in a constant on state. Should be. Um, so, yeah, maybe like, yeah, shoveling snow and stuff for some people, some parts of the year. Like, but we've gotten like, you know, most people don't have their own farms. Most people, if, it's, if it gets cold, you're not shoveling coal into something. Uh, yeah, I don't know um, what people used to do. Um, but yeah, a lot of things just got replaced. Well, like, uh... Well, hopefully. Yeah, and I mean, the reason I was saying that was because, like... Or not. Your average person, they were a farmer, but, like, even their children. Mm -hmm. Like, by the time their children were grown, they knew the whole skill system of... That 
I can do this, 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 and this, and boom, bam, boom. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, like, the equivalent right now is, like, at the most basic level, what would that be? Like, a family cash business. register and... It would be kind of if your parents own, like, a restaurant. You would come up knowing, how, like, learning how to run a restaurant because you just in there. Yeah. And you just get exposed, so you start on the register, or you start making some food. And so you know all the pieces, and if it's a successful thing, then that'd be something that'd be passed along to you if you wanted it, or even if that's not your choice. You know, like, it's some, you know, depending on how that family relationship is, but that's what the equivalent in my mind would be. Because that's just what it is. It's just a farm... Even if you weren't generating outcome back or income back in the day from it, mm-hmm. it was simply to provide for you. That's what you're doing with the business. You're just making money to buy the food. You're just adding an extra step. Um, that's the same goal. Um, so, yeah, that's what the equivalent of that is now to me. Just uh, evolution of the same skills. Yeah, just uh, building something up to pass along to your kids. It takes a slightly different form now. Um, yeah. So you're not passing down property. Well, you still pass, try to pass down property and money instead of property and animals. You know what I'm saying? Same shit, though. Mm. Bags of gold. <laughs> Leave the bag. Coin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, same shit. But, oh. Yeah, we've been going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, about to hit 130 right now. So we can wrap can this. this up. Yeah, it was good. It was lighter. Yeah. Uh, wasn't as you know we dealt with back then. But everything uh, was lighter than the last episode. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I apologize for the other one, but maybe if I didn't, I apologize again because yeah. I, I know I brought it all. <laughs> I, I didn't want any of it, <laughs> but like it happened, so we posted it. I don't even know why. I don't even know what possessed me to take it to that level. It bees like that sometimes. Sometimes you gotta take it there and um, you know, find out where you are once you're there. You know, peek out the window. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, this is another good uh, good talk. Uh, yeah. Another good week. I hope everyone's staying safe out there, social distancing, quarantining, um, learning a new recipe at home. I'm happy to talk to you again this week. For sure. But, um, yeah, until next time, enjoy yourself. Peace. Peace out.